It is Sunday, January 24th, 2021. Here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Give out tons of free picks. Both websites, sportschatplace.com, pickdogs.com. We give out free picks in every game, uh, every day. At Sports Chat, we do it. Pick Dogs, we give out a little less, on, especially on these big college basketball cards when some of the guys decide that they're going to take their name off the schedule or something. I don't know exactly how that's working, but we're going to fix it. But uh, anyways, we've also got uh, the free pick videos that we do, and we do a bunch of live shows. We have this live show. I do the computer pick show. I didn't do it this week. I got heavy-duty construction going on at my house, but I'm just going to figure out how to do it. Charles is a little crabby. I haven't been doing the computer pick show, to be honest with you. But uh, Oh, well. You guys can always get spread knowledge. And get ratings on every game, 5,000 data points, 4,000 data points. I don't know, 4,000 data points. A lot of data points. Maybe I'll do one today since uh, I'm home. But anyways, got uh, free pick videos, live shows, more free picks, premium picks. Got all kinds of stuff going on. I've been ice cold. I should be wearing my jacket, to be honest with you. My free picks have not been hideous, but my my premium picks, stinkopotamus, man. Anyway, speaking of stinkopotamus, we got Bittler here, Ruffalo and uh, Ron Romanelli, classing up the joint a little bit. Rod out sick again, a little too much Sacred Heart action for him. But uh, Brian, Championship Sunday, what are you hawking? Over the last four years of NFL playoff picks, I'm 23 and 14, 62%. I got two NFL picks in my three-pack today, uh, along with my college basketball AAC game of the month. Get three plays for $40 at PickDogs.com, or just get my best NFL play, my Sunday Violator, for 30 at PickDogs.com, premium pick section. Yeah, if you have picks, the place to put those is in the comments below. That's where you would put your picks if you have comments. Put them in the, in, in you want to talk uh, here? And uh, that would go in the chat. But if you have comments about or questions on the show, you put that in the chat. If you have picks that your picks, those go in the comments below so we can pick them apart tomorrow and say, I told you I had the under. Chris, what do you got? Oh, well, look, for me, it's a uh, bounce back day today to college hoops. Like, I can put it in my Sunday slam right now. I was just waiting on one more line that came out this morning. Got that coming up, uh, thirty-four ninety-five for a five-pack, or I got my Sunday slap shot three NF, uh, sorry three NHL games, excuse me, twenty-nine ninety-five, or I got my uh, conference championship NFL master key to be able to unlock the vault banks, books keep all the money twenty-nine ninety-five over at uh, Pick Dog Sports Chat Plays Premium. Oh, that was inspiring. I feel like taking out the wallet on that one, Ron. Yep, coming off a winning day overall and a three and one day in college hoops. You can get my Super Sunday trio today. Top three plays in the NHL, NFL, and college hoops. You get my best bet in each of those sports. So three plays for twenty nine ninety five and my Super Sunday trio. Love these plays. Trying to keep the ball rolling here. Got college basketball three pack. I got one NBA and both NFLs packaged together. So that's what I got today. My picks have not been great. Tell you that much, which means I'm probably sitting on a heater. That's what usually happens. But uh, anyways, got the championship games today. Both these games now at three. 
Um, the thing about that is the home team generally is laying three points out of the gate in NFL football. So both these games virtually a pick them. Um, we got the Packers and the Buccaneers. This is a rematch. The Buccaneers absolutely slaughtered the Packers in that first game. It was an epic of epic beatdowns. It was one of those games that I said, you know, and I say this often, and I'll be on at halftime today, is that, uh, well, some of those halftimes are more fun than others. And that is one that was not fun at all. It was a one, it was kind of like we've seen the Packers in three games like that over the last two years. Last year at San Francisco regular season, Monday night, I believe it was. It was either Sunday night or Monday night. Last year, Packers at San Francisco NFC Championship game. And this year, Packers at Buccaneers regular season. The difference here is, this is the big difference, and it's, it is a big difference because you have a Tampa Bay team that when it's below 40 degrees, they're about 0-600. Okay, so... You can't, throw, you can't throw that out. I understand they have different players and all that stuff, but they've had different players for the last 30 years. It's just, you know, and it doesn't mean anything. It's kind of like trends, you know, when you look at, you know, when people look at college football trends and the team, teams haven't played each other since 1954. You know, it's kind of like the same thing. But, you know, um, this time the Packers are home. And we've seen them at home. You know, they start jumping into the stands and, uh, and this happens. And, you know, it's like seen it right and it's like you don't want to, it's as bad as the waterfall it starts pouring down on Aaron Rodgers in those three games we've seen him do it to other teams going the other way too also winning three in a row on the road not necessarily all that easy especially against winning teams which the Bucks will try and pull off today Tom Brady's arm strength is gone but he's still super efficient and uh, manages the game better than anybody else has ever done so but throwing the ball down the field, he can't throw past more than seven yards accurately. And we've seen that. Brian, what do you think? Well, I don't love the spread in this game, but uh, uh, I'm leaning towards the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got in for a few hundred bucks on the Buccaneers plus four. It's at plus three right now. But you're not paying any juice, so I see some value there. I just uh, I, I really can't stand Aaron Rodgers, so I just – it's really a bet against Aaron Rodgers here. I just, I, I can't stand the Packers and Packer fanboys. So I'm going to go with the Buccaneers plus the points. Here. Well, it's a, it's a fanboy of fanboy games. You got the two State Farm commercial yeah, quarterbacks like going at it. I mean, possibly lining up in the Super Bowl. <laughs> but Rodgers, yeah. I can't stand. One of the anymore. biggest sponsors. He's, of he's the always NFL. on the sideline with a big smirk on his face. He's like, I don't, I, I don't like him. I'll take Tampa Bay. Root against them. How many State Farm commercials do you think they played during NFL this season? Yeah. <laughs> Just so happens that the two guys that were the biggest faces of those NFL commercials, both in the championship games today. <laughs> Coincidence? I don't know. <laughs> I wonder what State Farm paid the NFL for their advertising this year. I don't know. Oh, my first touchdown score. Yeah, who's your first? Leonard, Four, Leonard Fournette at plus 1,000 scored the first touchdown. I'm on Devontae Adams before these guys get their pick. Well, then you look at the Chris Paul makes an appearance in the broadcasting booth, and then it just gets even more expensive. Um, 
I think Chris Paul, yeah. the, I think the reason they have Chris Paul is that the NBA is tough to find the squeaky clean guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a little tougher to find the squeaky clean guy, and Chris Paul is about as squeaky clean. He's not, and I'm not saying that there aren't other squeaky clean guys. I just think that State Farm's not looking for the guy with, you know, tats that start at the top of his head and run all the way down to the bottom of his feet. You know, and it's like, I, it's hard to find those guys in the NBA, you know, and, uh, Chris Paul is is maybe one of those guys that doesn't fit it. Uh, I think for for me here, I I, uh, I lean towards Green Bay and the points. I just I don't think this uh, this Buccaneer offense is is you know strong enough to, on the on the ground to do what it takes to beat the one weakness of this Packer defense, which is against the run. Uh, I think uh, I think Green Bay is going to get to Tom Brady. I think Green Bay is going to move the ball on offense. I think we got a. Uh, I think we got uh, Green Bay going to the Super Bowl here. I think we got the State Farm Bowl happening, so I'm going to take Green Bay in this one. How about you, Ron? Yeah, I, I would put this line at about Green Bay minus three. So if you're getting, I still see three and a half on a couple of the books here. Uh, if you're getting three and a half, I'd take the, the Buccaneers. Um, I just think that this could be a field goal game either way. And uh, I think you're getting value if you're getting past that key number of three. Uh, my first touchdown score, I'll give to Cameron Brait. See, he's getting a lot more targets lately, and I think he's got some good value to get to that first touchdown for Tampa Bay. Who is it? Who's your pick for first touchdown? Cameron Brait. And who's yours, Chris? Uh, I think Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. All right. I like the over in this game. I, I'm not really like big total guy, but I have premium pick on the side. So, um, just being honest about it, I think it's. I think you know, like I said, it's kind of like what I said at the beginning. It's um, you know, we haven't seen Aaron Rodgers get revenge a lot of times. Normally, he gets rolled again, and that's you know probably the angle here. Um, I think you know. Tom Brady's won a lot of championship games. Yeah, Bill Belichick as his coach is a lot better than Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is not a bad coach by any stretch of mind. He's a good coach. He's not Bill Belichick. He's not even close. Um, I think this is going to be an. I think this is an interesting game. That's why it's a pick'em. You know, that's why it's a pick'em, and that's why you know the other game is a pick'em as well. They're both pick'ems. At three point, three points to the home team is a pick'em. You know, and that is exactly what they are. Both these games. Well, so, with no fans in the stadium, it's hard to say it's a three points to the home team because there's not the same situation. But, but that's what the, it's what it is. I mean, I don't make the rules. You know, I don't make that rule. But that's, yeah, I don't that think is that, what it is. Today. You, know, you don't make that rule. No, I, all I'm saying is it's not a normal circumstance. No, it's not a normal circumstance. And I, I, I'll be honest with you. You know, I'm not looking for excuses or anything. But I, I, I'm finding it a lot tougher. Um, to handicap games without fans. Because a lot of the things that I know about sports historically and a lot of things that, you know, that I bring to the table in my handicapping have gone out the window, you know. But you excelled in the bubble in the NBA, which had because, no because I had, you know, 40 games under my belt going in, you know. I already had all that stuff going in. We knew who was lousy and who was good at that point, you know. We knew who was, who was overrated. I mean, it was easy. And it's like, plus, when you get into those teams, 
a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the bad teams aren't in the bubble anymore, right? So it's like you're getting value on good teams. You know, every one of those teams in the bubble, except for what, like three of them, were playoff teams. So you're getting, you know, you're getting 15 points with a with a playoff team, with the Spurs every single night. It's like it wasn't that hard. You just take all the dogs. Just take the dog in every single game in the bubble. That's how it was done. Not so easy. Georgia doesn't fucking show up at home. Yep, I had Georgia too. That was a hard one. They looked pathetic. They couldn't shoot a three pointer. I'll tell you, there's a few teams that couldn't hit. Yet, you know? Couldn't I, rebound. Can't get a rebound. If I if I if I picked you, you you forgot how to shoot. I think that's basically what's happened to me this past week. It's like if I pick you, you can't hit a shot from two feet away. And I'll tell you what, you can't hit a free throw to seal the deal either. It's like I turned it on at halftime and they were only down by three, and that's when everything went downhill after I'll halftime. tell you what went downhill was Virginia <laughs> Tech in a hurry. Like, what the hell happened there? And the, of course, the the games that I wrote down that I did not give out, you know, that I personally bet, but I didn't give out as premium picks, all won. Florida State, we talked about. I said, what did I say? Florida State's going to win by 20. They won by 19. You know, it was like George Mason. It was like, you know, easy against St. Joe's. It's like, easy. Like, why didn't, why didn't I give it out? It's written right here. It's like, what was I thinking, man? And then I write in Marquette. What am I, an idiot? It's like, that's not how I do things. I don't know. I'm just off. I'm off. But... I've been off before, and I've come back with a vengeance, so we'll see what happens. Not not happy about it. Not making excuses, that's for damn sure. I own it. Uh, the Suns game was a heartbreaker for me last night. Really ripped out my heart and stepped on it. Anyway. Anyways, man, I, we can go on and on, but how about the MMA guys, man? Did anyone watch the MMA show? Brad uh, picking the straight outright upset of Conor McGregor, um, nice pick. And Payne had the under the second main event, right? The under main event, underdog winner as well. So, no matter how bad your day was, if you watched the MMA show, you made some money. That's for sure. So, I think those guys will be back. I think they're going to do the regular show on Wednesdays. Not a hundred percent sure. I don't know. They're so excited; it's tough to to really understand what they're saying sometimes. they're just happy to be here which is refreshing you have to work with these guys every day speaking about talking about Rod when he's not here got the uh, Chiefs and the Bills Romanelli 11 hockey videos yesterday with me as well Spent the afternoon together. Did you guys have get some sandwiches? Cut the crusts off. You know, a little, little tea mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. Tea sandwiches. Yeah. Chris has to have his lunch before he starts the video. So, <laughs> <laughs> fourteen courses it takes five hours. <laughs> yeah, it was only twelve yesterday. I decided to cut too often to do it on the air. Are you guys doing the? Uh, you guys doing the vi- videos again today? Tomorrow's games. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sedate. Yes. Got a little plans. Mm-hmm. So, how many games are there tomorrow in NHL? One. One. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes the lines are out for the following day, so you guys can get a little head start. 
All right. Got, uh... Got uh, the Bills and the Chiefs. This one, um, big money came in on the Chiefs once people knew Patrick Mahomes was playing, but it has leveled off in a big way. Bills, really the hottest team over the last few months. Very, very hard to stop this offense once it gets rolling. We've seen it slow down, but the last time that we saw them play badly was that game that was like the rescheduled game for like a Tuesday. And, you know, it was like a weird Tuesday against, I think it was the Titans or something. It was like a weird thing, and they, you know, they were just flat. But that was the last time we saw them was flat, and that was a long time ago. The Chiefs, we've seen, um, look pretty flat for the last couple months. So, going to be interesting to see if they're vulnerable. Very, very hard to repeat. And we all know that momentum in the postseason is a big thing. But uh, you got the other State Farm commercial guy here. The defending Super Bowl champions. You know, you got that other... There's so many angles here. You got the two State Farm quarterbacks. You got, you know, Brady versus Mahomes, you know, the last year champion versus the, you know, the guy with the most. You got, you know... And then you got the Bills, you know, try to make redemption for the four straight Super Bowl losses. How how did the Chiefs um, go about stopping this Bills passing attack? They don't have the secondary to stop them. I mean, (laughs) they don't don't have the guys. So they're going to have to figure something out here, you know, in a hurry. Because they clearly don't have the guys to match up. So, you know, and then the pass rush, which was so effective against, um, you know, in the Super Bowl against Garoppolo. Well, I mean, you can push the pocket out, but you have a guy that can, can, can get outside of the pocket and also create damage once he gets there. And Allen. So it's a little bit different animal here than, than what they've, you know, beaten in the past. So it's a good matchup, but, you know, on the other side, it's the Chiefs. I mean, these guys, they're impossible to stop, too, right? It's like when Tyreek Hill's going, is like ridiculous, right? It's like he doesn't need much room. It's kind of like how Reggie Bush was at USC, right? Just a little crack is all he needs. Gone. Every single time. Makes everybody look good. Hilaire, I don't know what his status is here on this one. I think he's supposed to play. He's supposed to play. So it's been, uh, you know, it's been a hodgepodge in that backfield for the Chiefs. I think if they had Kareem Hunt, my guess is they would have started. He'd be the guy there, you know. But we all know how that story went. A lot of injuries here for both teams. It's that time of the season. Brian, I mean, you got. Uh, this is about as good as it gets. You got number one against number two. Both teams have basically identical records here. And you got the number one offense and the number two offense, but the Bills, clearly the better defense, the numbers say. What do you, what do you, what do you got here? I don't know about that. Total defense is 13th Bills and 15th Chiefs. It's not really that much of an advantage. But uh, I'm leaning towards a slight lean towards the under in this game. Uh, I think you'll see a good game from Damian Williams. I think uh, uh, Chiefs will be trying to run the ball with Hilaire and Williams and take a little bit of pressure off Mahomes, who has that uh, coming back from concussion. I think the Bills will be running the ball also with Singletary. Uh, 
I'm going to lean towards the under. And the first touchdown score, Kelsey, plus 650. Diggs is listed as probable. You think he's going to go for the Bills? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. I don't know how the Chiefs are going to stop him, personally. I don't see how they stop him. So that's what that's the only thing that scares me about that under. I like the under two here, but the only thing that scares me is I just don't see how the Chiefs stop this guy. They have no answer there. And I don't think the Bills have a lot of answers for the Chiefs passing attack. I this could be the last I I think this is the last team with the ball game, you know. Chris, I think both these games could easily be last team with the ball games. And it could be these could be overtime, both of them. Chris, Zach, Zach Moss not playing for the Bills. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I definitely think this is the last team that has the ball last wins this game. Um, uh, I think this isn't uh, an under, though. I think, I think we're going to see both teams struggle to get to 20. I think this is going to just be a war. Um, I, I think this is just going to be a defensive battle. And uh, my first touchdown, I like Stephon Diggs. I'm, I'm torn on that first touchdown. I'm kind of holding out a little bit. There's two guys that I like, but you can only give one. Who did Brian say? Kelsey? That's who he always says in Chiefs games. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know. It just came to me. I don't know. You always say the same same guy. But um, I like tight ends in the end zone. Well, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Not going there. <laughs> not going there. Tight ends. Ruffalo's got a wide receiver. Not even going to go there. But, uh, Ron, let's see if we can bring, bring a little class back to the show here. Uh, well, I'll try. And I'm going to take a lean on the over in this one. Um, I, do, I don't think it's going to be a shootout, but I don't think you need to shoot out for the over here. I mean, it's 54 and a half. Uh, you can get there in a lot of other ways, even without it going back and forth scoring. Um, you know, you know, both defenses are solid, but both offenses are much better. Um, it just, it's going to, I think that Stefan Diggs and Tyree kill could go back and forth, uh, with big bomb plays. And I just think that, the, I think we can get the over here at 54 and a half and I'll, I'll take the first touchdown. Nicole Hardman. Ooh, I've, I've picked him before and he, it did not work out for me, but they, he actually, they did throw him in the end zone on the time that I picked him. So. Someone here, the Donald, Donald the, said, how did being a good coach work for New England? Now, would you, like to com- would you like to give Bill Belichick the roster that Tampa Bay has and see where that, where that team would be? My guess is undefeated. If you gave him that roster that the Bucks have, my guess is Belichick would have run the table with that this season. He's never had a team in New England nearly with that type of talent level. Not even close. My guess is they would have run the table. You, Bill Belichick never had that core of wide receivers that Tampa Bay has. And Brown is out, and that's a big factor there, too. But that's a ridiculous statement. When, when, when Belichick did have a wide receiver, they ran the table. They ran the table in the regular season. Rod is sick. He said something about Sacred Heart. 
Yeah, LSU was pathetic. I'm sure Butler had Kentucky. Yeah, how about Kentucky? Yeah, one and thirty-seven <laughs> for you on that one. It's all right. They cut, <laughs> all that matters is uh, what happened yesterday. I know. I know. Easy cover or layup. Yeah. You, <laughs> you call heads every time. You're gonna be right once in a while. Yeah, we don't want to hear about your picks from yesterday. That's for damn sure. Melvin Dillon Jr. Giving us the recap of all of his picks yesterday. Anyone care? Show of hands from the audience. I don't think my hands can go down any further. Yeah, if you have picks, Fernando Encinas, put those in the comments. Yeah, this is this is like I said. This is probably going to come down to the last whatever. I don't I don't know how. Like the closer we get to game time, I don't know how the Chiefs stop Diggs. I just don't. And I think the Bills have a lot of other options there offensively. And um, I don't see how the Chiefs stop any of them because they weren't able to stop it with Derek Carr throwing the ball. So I don't know how they're going to stop with this guy. But on the other side, you know. The Bills' defense has not been all that stout either. Both these are middle-of-the-pack defenses, you know. The Chiefs spent up on defense. The Chiefs made the same. It's the Matthew Stafford syndrome, right, and the, and the Matt Ryan syndrome and the Aaron Rodgers syndrome where you paid up for one guy, and now you have to pay the price everywhere else. So Chris Jones makes the big money in, in Kansas City, and there's a few other guys that make big money. So everything else is now piecemeal there as far as that defense goes. And a lot of their really good guys are on other teams, you know? Guys that have been, you know... I do think that... um, I do think Ed Oliver, in the middle of that Buffalo defensive line, has the potential to be a superstar. We're going to find out today if he is one already. Um, He is the guy. When he was at Houston in college... He was the guy, right? I mean, he was the guy. So it's like, it'll be interesting to see if he can elevate that entire Bills defense because they're going to need him. They're going to need him. Because like Brian said, Brian actually said something I agree with, is that Kansas City's going to have to take that pressure off Mahomes because to me, even though it was called a concussion, he looked like he was hurt before that. You know, his ankle looked bad, right? I mean, he... he he didn't look so hot. You don't. You don't look so good. So it'd be interesting. I think the first touchdowns. I'm torn between Allen and Singletary. Head for Allen, tails for Singletary. <laughs> Singletary. All right. Guess what? Got him. Go to the NBA. Got a pretty solid card here today. Bunch of games. Late lines. Pacers, Raptors. We've got the Clippers against the Thunder Buddies. And the Celtics and the Cavaliers, as well as the Magic against the Hornets. Any of those things do anything for you, Brian? Mm. Ruflo, what's the matter with your face? I'm just got a battle in a migraine, so I'm just trying to get rid of the... Uh... Trying to get trying to get the eyes going. You know, you want a back rub or something? Foot massage? Yeah, maybe. 
Ruflo is like, what's that buzzing who's, sound? He's like, I got the foot who's, massager who's, on. Just... <laughs> who's, who's who's offering? I don't know, Fiddler. Get somebody to rub your temples. Fiddler's <laughs> <laughs> gonna come over and rub your temples for you. In that time slot, I'm gonna go with the Clippers. I know it's a lot of points. I usually hmm. I don't I'm not a big LA guy, but uh, I just think they roll another one up on the Thunder and uh, stop them into the ground like they did just the other day. So. I'll lay the points of the Clippers. Chris? Yeah, I, I still can't get off the thunder with points on the road. I I, I know I probably should, but uh, I'm going to get, keep getting beaten to the ground. That's why I like the thunder getting the points. I think they bounce back and get a decent another decent cover here on the road. So give me the thunder of the points. Uh, for me, in this window, uh, not really big on any of these games, but I take a small lean with the Cavaliers plus the points. Cavs haven't played too shabby lately, and uh, I think you're getting too many points in this matchup. I think the Cavs can keep it close. So I'll take Cleveland. I don't love this time slot. I just can't stand the Raptors. I don't even I don't even get it, you know. I don't even understand what's going on there. I'm going to take the Pacers. Play the point. I don't even understand why it's one point. Why is all this love for the Raptors all season long? That's how you go two and five against the number on the road. Too much love for the Raptors. Also, the Hornets, they're dead to me after that performance the other night. They're on my shit list. You didn't call off the Hornets, did you? What's that? You didn't name the Hornets Magic game, did you? I thought you were doing that. Uh uh-uh. Yeah, those never four. mind. Yeah, I got the magic. You know why? Hate the Hornets' what? guts. Yeah. You know why? They didn't show up the other night. Friday if I night. bet every team I hated, then I'd never make any bets. Well, <laughs> I just file them right next, right, right, right next to, uh, right next to William and Mary or whatever they are. Dead to me. Bucks against the Hawks. Spurs against the Wizards. The Wizards are back in town. <laughs> Taking a whiz. Blazers against the Knickerbockers. Brian? Yeah, the Knicks were almost a premium play. I think they bounced back tonight. You see a good game out of them and then a bad one, but I think they were caught on back-to-back last time out. So I think it, I'm going to take the points of the Knicks plus four. I think it's the best free NBA pick today. Blazers playing a lot of close games. Chris? Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Knicks and the points as well. I still flash back to when uh, when the Blazers played the Bulls and the Bulls went on the road and sucked one out against Portland. I think New York could potentially do the same thing here. And uh, I like San Antonio laying the seven. I know we like San Antonio more in the underdog role, but first team is playing really well right now, and Washington can't get out of their own way fast enough, I don't think. So, give me the Spurs there as well. Wizards 4-1 against the number on the road. Ron? Yeah, I like the Knicks, too. I, I think that's a solid. That's probably my best free play as well in the NBA. Uh, you know, Knicks playing good basketball. They did win three, three straight before losing the second end of a back-to-back to Sacramento, but they were up at halftime in that game. I think they just got a little fatigued, but day off now headed to a Portland team that hasn't played in uh, a couple, a few days, five days now, and haven't played that sharp. I'll take the Knicks with the points. 
wouldn't be surprised to see him out win it outright. I like the Knicks as well. There we go. Consensus. I just think I don't think they win. I think it's a close game. The the Blazers have won. I mean, they're you don't you're not two and six against the number at home. You know, for nothing. It's because you win one point games, and that's what they do. And I'll tell you, if there's a team out there that's made a made a decade out of losing games, it's the Knicks. Got the uh, college hoops action. Rutgers, Indiana. Davidson, UMass. Northeastern, JMU. Delaware, UNC, Wilmington. Coppin State, Norfolk State. Brian, any of those? I'm going to take a flyer on Rutgers plus the points against Indiana. I know Rutgers is really let let me down overall this season, but I just think they're the better team than Indiana, and I think they can keep within a bucket. So I'll take the Scarlet Knights plus the points. I'm going to be live at halftime for both championship games today, so be sure to tune in. Chris, what do you got? Uh, I like like Delaware getting the points against UNC Wilmington. I just see Delaware keeping that game closer than, uh, than four and a half, so I'll take Delaware and the points. And I like the under in the Davidson UMass game. Watch as these teams are scoring into the eight into the seventies and maybe even low eighties this season. I think this is a game where the first to sixty or sixty five wins. I think it's a defensive battle. So give me the under in Davidson UMass. Yeah, I'm gonna take Rutgers as well, plus the points. I think it's gonna be a close game. Could see Rutgers winning that one. Uh, just, I'm not big on Indiana, even though they're home. I just think there's too many points. I think Rutgers is better than what we've seen. Um, and I would lean to the under in the Coppin State-Norfolk State game. It went over uh, last night, but it started out slow, and I think it could uh, be the same way today. could be more defensive game, and it's 150 the total. It's a little too steep for me, so I'll lean to the under there. Kind of like UMass, it's Davidson. A bit. I also like Rutgers with you guys. Don't love it, you know. I don't love any of these. Buffalo, what's going on down there? What? Get it together. I'm good. Right. <laughs> Get yourself a, a wet nap and just you know, hot towel and just wrap it around your face. I feel good right now. All right. Check. A little uncomfortable. Middle Tennessee against Western Kentucky. Morgan State against Delaware State. Take the gloves off. High Point against One Ho, Two Ho, Red Ho, Blue Ho's Presbyterian. Like Presbyterian. How about them hoes? Hofstra against Towson. Holy Cross against Lehigh. Asheville against Radford. 
New Jersey Institute of Technology against Stony Brook. New Hampshire against Albany. Shit card here. Gardner Webb against Charleston Southern. Wow. What a crap fest this is. Brian, who do you like? Uh, I'll take a lean towards Presbyterian. I just think even at the five, the Blue Hose should be able to keep it with a a possession there. I just think it's too many points. I'm going to go with the Blue Hose for the lean. Red Hose. Like, uh, I like Western Kentucky laying the 10.5 against Middle Tennessee. This is another late line game. I was kind of waiting to see where they put it at. I think uh, Western Kentucky just beats up on uh, Middle Tennessee here like they did yesterday. So I think uh, Western Kentucky. Uh, I like the under 146 in uh, Holy Cross Lehigh. I just don't see these teams getting around 140. I think that's a 130 game at best. So give me the under there. And uh, give me Gardner-Webb laying the points. I know it's a ton of points, but Charleston Southern's done basically nothing against the spread this year. Uh, I think uh, I think Charleston Southern struggles here again, so give me Gardner-Webb in that one. Hey, buddy. Ron, what's up? Hey, where's Sam? And for me in this one, I'm going to take uh, Presbyterian. I like the Blue Hose getting the five. I like them a lot more getting the seven, but... Uh, I think I think they can win this game. Uh, High Point really hasn't done much, so I don't I don't really see them as a five point favorite. So I'll take the uh, five points with Presbyterian. I'll go with Presbyterian as well. Um, yeah, blue hose, one hoe, two hoe, red hoe, blue hoe. I'll continue to say that one. Going to milk that bit into the ground. Yeah, I really hate this time slot. I think Morgan State can really do some damage here against Delaware State. Delaware State's terrible. They picked their team at the Student Union the night before the game. Sometimes the morning of. Go by the Student Union saying, anyone up for some hoops? Yes. Throw them out on the court. It's been that way for a while. We need Mark here to do some, some Delaware State commentary. Fire, uh... Fire five shots into the stands with those t-shirt guns. It's just like one's got like number two, like shooting guard. <laughs> it's like Lehigh Holy Cross. It's like that's the type of game they cancel. And it's like, what happened? The virus? It's like, nah, they're, they just said they were good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rhode Island versus Fordham. Ramming it down their throats. The Rams. I like the Rams in that one. Army Navy. Bradley against Loyola Chicago. Wyoming against Nevada, the rematch. Washington against Utah. Memphis against East Carolina. Any of those? Mm. Well, I really like Miami when I saw it. Going to That's minus not, four. Not, we're not, not in this slot. Uh, this I is the Fordham, the Ram, Fordham to East Carolina. It's called two thirty to four well, p.m. I, I haven't messed up in a couple of days, so I'm going to take the Huskies plus the points here. It just looks like the anti-public, uh, uh, yeah, fade the public play here. It looks like a lot of action on the Utah Utes. I think Washington could shock people again. 
maybe get the outright win, and I'll sprinkle some of the money line and take the points with the Huskies here. Chris? Yeah, I think the only one I, I kind of like in this time slot is Memphis. I know they're on the road against uh, East Carolina, but it's a Memphis team that can really do damage when they're on. I think uh, Penny Hardaway's going to have these guys coached up for this one. Bounce back from a, from a winless record against the number on the season this year. I think it's a double-digit win for Memphis. So, um, could be the Tigers in this one. Firmly on the other side of that one. Ron? I'm going to take Fordham. Um, don't know how many times I've said that in my life, but I'll take the 17 points. I'm with you. Um, if any, if either of these teams get to 17 points, that'll be a shocker too. So 50, 56-50. This, oh, yeah. well, I mean, like, Fordham it, hasn't scored more than 58, which is yeah. scary. But first to 50, the defense is solid. Yeah. So uh, I I'm think 17 you. points is too much. And um, I also, uh, I, I can't believe I'm saying I like Fordham and Washington. What's happening on this Sunday? But I'll, I'll take Washington in the points. Um, you know, they just beat Colorado, so I think they're, you know. Something clicked with this team in the past few days, and I think they can catch a cover at home against a Utah team that's just underperformed on the road. So I'll take the five. I like East Carolina, and I liked them in the video, and I like them even more. The book's begging for Memphis money right now. Got it down to five and a half at the largest sports book in New Jersey. Um, this thing down from How are they seven. begging for money? Well, they got Memphis down to minus five and a half. That's what seven. they opened at. It was seven. It opened at five and it went to seven. Now oh, it's back no. down to it six. It was seven. I did the video last night. I do them on the open. I, I sit here and watch the lines open. I watch them open, okay, on my screen as they open. Okay, I know exactly when they open. It's normally seven thirty a.m. my time, which is whatever time it is on the East Coast, twelve thirty p.m. But the lines start filling in. Usually, it's the Cirque that goes first. Then it's whatever I have next to the Cirque line on my board. It is. So normally it opens at Cirque, then five dimes opens up, and then um, bet online, right? Then after that, the three Jersey books go. DraftKings, Sugarhouse, 888, all go right at the same time after that. It opened at 7. Trust me. I was here sitting there watching it open. It was 7. And they're begging for Memphis money. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe I didn't see it correctly, but it clearly says Westgate open in this game. Memphis minus seven and a half. I mean, I could show you a screenshot. No, I could show you a screenshot too. It says five and a half. Says, but you do the video, so you see the lines when they first. No, no, come out. it says right here. One of the one of the columns I have set up on my board when I have you know what twenty books on here. It says Westgate Nevada open. It is one of the it was one of the columns that I have. So I have Westgate Nevada open. And it says Memphis minus seven and a half. Westgate current, Memphis minus six. So that's a point and a half drop. I don't know. It sounds like it. I only, I do not see a five and a half open anywhere. I only see one five and a half on the board. And I don't even see the number going through that five and a half anywhere and bouncing higher. Anyways. Watch Memphis come out and win by 50. That's what Chris said they were going to do. I'm just saying. We have conflicting information. Anyways, I like East Carolina. I, just th- I think that, this, that statistically they line up, these two teams, very, very close, and it's well within that number. 
And just because Memphis had one blowout win last time out doesn't make them blowout win every single time. Matter of fact, they've been they're seven and five. Oh, and two. Uh, they're a talented seven and five team. Well, East Carolina hasn't played in two weeks, I don't think. Well, they haven't lost in two weeks either. And they're also <laughs> six and one straight up at home. Memphis 0-2 against the number on the road. Penny Hardaway's not a good coach. He's a great recruiter. He's not a good coach. And he seems like a really good guy. But he's not, like, going to, you know, he's not going to take out the whiteboard and, you know, it's and, and uh, you know, coach Bob Huggins into the ground or something. <laughs> That's just not going to happen, you know? Like, not going to happen. Miami, Notre Dame, these teams hate each other's guts. Doesn't matter the sport. Illinois State and Alpo, Lafayette against Boston U coming off that second win of the season. Dog is mad, Terriers. Loyola, another Loyola, Maryland against American, in case you forgot. Ruflo hears American, he starts thinking cheese. Yep. It's like it's like it's like it's like remember that show password? The password is <laughs> flag. It's like American cheese. <laughs> it's like you go to the next one, stripes. Cheese. <laughs> I watched the chase last night. I guess I taped it. That's a good show. How could you possibly win? I mean, it's imp- let's let's make a game that's impossible for people to win. I mean, uh, let's let's put them up against Ken Jennings. How about that? <laughs> it's like oh, some kind of question and answer game, and let's put you up against Ken Jennings. The only time I've ever seen Ken Jennings like get absolutely stomped on a show was on one of those shows. So he wasn't even stomped. They used to have this show called One Out of a Hundred, right? And yeah. You would have like a hundred people on the screen. They'd have a hundred people on, and like they would have to guess the answer. To they have to say the answer, and then it would like get narrowed down and narrowed down and narrowed down. So, if you were the last person standing, the contestant, but they had like people like Ken Jennings in there. They had mostly you know just people you know like that would be audience members, but then they had like other people that would be in there too, celebrities or they had Ken Jennings. They got Ken Jennings out on what color is seventeen on a roulette wheel. It's like, in case you guys didn't know, it's like it doesn't go red, black, red, black all the way. It changes. That's that's a good show. Yeah, ready for a comeback. We could be on there. <laughs> They'll have Rod and Chris in the, in one square. The Puck Dogs like on the Hollywood Squares. It's like they're both in the same square. Anyways, Air Force San Diego State rematch. A lot of cancellations, man. It's more and more, right? Postponed. Brian, any of these games? Yeah, I'm gonna back the Miami Hurricanes. I think they're on an upswing. Uh, just uh, Notre Dame's terrible. So I liked it a lot when I saw it going to minus four. I'm a little cooler on Miami, seeing it drop to three, but I still think it opened at two. Yeah, they open it to uh, – I still like Miami, but I'm I'm not going to bet 
thousands of dollars on them, I'm going to put a nice little solid wager on Miami. 59% of the bets, uh, 59% of the money on Notre Dame. 15, 50, 40. Oh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm too far over. That's nah, Miami. The pressure's on yep. Miami. And Miami's taking it. I think Miami will cover here. Memphis, 41% and 26%. Yeah, I think the only one for me here is I like Miami as well. And it's a little bit worrisome if it gets down to the free throws late. Notre Dame is one of the best free throw shooting teams in the country, but I think Miami will want to let it get to there. They've already beat other teams like, uh, you know, they they beat them shorthanded without no without certain players in the lineup without Chris Likes and uh, Timberlake in, in the lineup as well. So I like uh, I like Miami getting the points. Timberlake's in. The points here. Timberlake's in. He's been playing. Oh, okay. Likes has been out. Timberlake's yeah. in. He's good. <clears throat> All that he was billed to be. Yeah. Ron, gonna bad vibe us here with the Notre Dame action or something. Yeah, I'm gonna take Miami too. I, I think they've bounced back from a bad loss to Syracuse and uh, take down this Notre Dame team that just hasn't looked good at all. Sure, they beat Boston College, but who hasn't? And I'll take uh, Miami. The Hurricanes at home. Ron's like, cool. Student Union's closed anyway. I can pick Miami. <laughs> student. What is campus like these days? Is it just shut down? Or it's- uh, I mean, there, there's still some action going on. I mean, there's no classes, you know, on the campus, but there's people, you know, going about themselves, their lives, a lot of uh, foot rap, traffic on campus. Rap parties? Like, you know. uh, probably. Probably. I'm, I'm not uh, involved with that. <laughs> yeah. Florida known for uh, a little bit of yeah, There's a big Greek life. Yeah, there's big, good, big Greek life at Florida. Big party mm-hmm. school. Good times, Gainesville. <laughs> Good times. A lot of action, man. a lot of movement on these lines right now. A lot of movement. Yeah, nothing spectacular today, though. No, it's it's not a it's not a great college basketball card here. I kind of like Boston University here, plus the five and a half. Like Ron said yesterday, these guys were picked to win the conference. Like, I have a feeling they're going to catch fire. It's one of those weird conferences. I mean, most I'd say more than half the conferences in in college basketball. It really doesn't matter what your record is during the regular season. It only matters if you win the conference tournament. And but the only yeah. it, the only advantage you get by having a good record during the regular season is you these like the Patriot League is one of those conference tournaments where it's played on the home courts. So it's like you get home court advantage, but this year a lot of that's even out the window, according to Bittler in that Packers game. Anyways, um, <laughs> just you know, don't don't you worry, Buccaneers are going to roll them today. Okay, the Aaron Rodgers crying on the sideline. Well, they beat him last time. What was the score of the last time? Because I know it was a brutal half. Fifty-five to nothing. I don't know. It was something like that. <laughs> it was something like that. Tampa Bay offense ranked seventh. The defense ranked sixth. The Green Bay offense fifth, and the deep defense ninth. So, slight edge to the uh, Packer offense. Big edge to the Bucks defense. What was this score? That gem. 
It was a while ago now. Wow, it was really early in the season. I didn't realize it was that early. 38, it was like 38 to 10. It was 38 Packers 10. were coming off of some big wins. It was 38-10, but it actually wasn't even that close. It really wasn't. It was like once the Packers got that 10, they got it in the first quarter. They were up 10 nothing, And uh, they never crossed the 50-yard line again. <laughs> me and yeah. you disagreed on that game, too. You were texting me in the first quarter when the Packers went up telling me so. it was going to be a crusher or something. I'm like not that. a texter. I don't think you so. Text ah, you texted me. You don't know shit. <laughs> you know nothing. I'll have to go back and look for it. Got NHL action. Here's my part where people that say, Shoot, NHL. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch talks too much. Here's the segment. Here's your segment. Uh, this is my time when I'm going to get to go through the comments, which I'm way behind. I, I've been crap in the bed in the NHL. So. Well, you know, it's expected. We've got uh, the Red Wings against the Blackhawks. Two of the original six. Even I know that. Capitals against the Sabres. The Capitals, 3-0. 3-0-1-1 on the season. Without Dale Hatcher. I know. Retired 20 years ago. Calgary against Toronto. Arizona against Las Vegas. We're doing this much NHL without Zawacki. We've got 11 games here. Brian, any of these four do it for you? Yeah, I got the Detroit Red Wings as a premium play today, plus money. I just, I mean, Blackhawks beat them on this first game of a back-to-back. I think Detroit comes back and sneaks in a win. No, I mean, I just think there's some value there. And then I like the Toronto Maple Leafs at basically a plus 100 against Calgary. Uh, I think Toronto notches their fifth victory today. I don't. I don't know. If, so someone said Super Bowl squares, and I thought about this, but it's like, is it? Um, I don't even know if it's legal to do it. You know. Uh, for me here, I, I like the uh, I like the Red Wings as well. I, like I said, I, I think any team that starts calling Delia or any team that, that has a, a backup situation like that in Chicago should be probably fired. And if they asked what expectations I had, I'd say the number one overall pick for Chicago. So give me Detroit plus money. Um, I'm not as keen on Toronto, but I'll lean Toronto's way here against Calgary. I just don't. I'm not sold on Jacob Markstrom and. You never know what you're going to see from Toronto's goalie, Frederick Anderson, but this is a stacked Toronto lineup, so give me Toronto there. Did you say something? Ron? <laughs> I'm going to take the Sabres. Uh, they've been beaten down by the Capitals the first three games. These two uh, two teams have played against each other, but this is the second game now that the Capitals will now have their Russian firepower and Ovechkin and Orlov and the rest of them, <laughs> Kuznetsov. But uh, Tom Wilson's also banged up. Not sure if he's going to suit up. Probably will. But, uh, you know, just all – everything points to the Sabres grabbing a win here. You only have to lay uh, 120 juice, so I'll, I'll take the Sabres. Here's the T-shirt idea for the day right here. They fucked my parlay up. Shaking my head never again. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Bumper stickers should be issued. <laughs> I'm, I'm big on that one. 
awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. I like that one. I have. I think it's so true. <laughs> it's like I don't know who he's talking about, but it's just it works. It just works. All right, we're gonna go nuts on the penny day. Blackhawks, Red Wings. Blackhawks. Take the Blackhawks penny. Capitals, Sabres. Sabres. Arizona, Vegas. Arizona. Calgary, Toronto. Toronto. You're going too fast. I don't know who it had. At the Blackhawks, Sabres. Arizona oh, and Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> Got okay. uh, Penguins, Rangers, Devils, Islanders. Someone stepped on a duck against the Avalanche. And the smudges against the Sharks. Brian? I'm going to go back to the well with the Rangers. I got burnt uh, Penguins the other day, but I just like the plus money with the Rangers. They're a very talented team. And um, I'm going to go right back to Nashville after losing huge the other night. What was it, 7 nothing? Or... It was embarrassing, but I'm, I think Nashville can take the second game of this back-to-back. Screw coffee for Rufle. I think he needs a couple lines. <laughs> what do you got, Chris? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards uh, the Islanders. Laying the juice against uh, New Jersey. I think the Yonder's the stronger play there, though. I, I, I just think this is a battle. Between two teams, I can see it's being a 3-2 or 3-1 game, so give me the under and maybe the Islanders in that one. And uh, give me uh, give me the Penguins. I'm, just, I'm still not sold on this uh, New York gold New York goaltending team of uh, Shesterkin and, and um, Georgiev. So give me uh, Pittsburgh to get another win at home. Ron? Well, call me biased, but I gotta take the Islanders here. Uh, you know, just playing great hockey lately, and they totally dominated the Devils in the first game. These teams played against each other the other day. No reason for me to believe they can't do it again. Islanders play great defense, and they've been getting some scoring from players you wouldn't expect. So I will take the New York Islanders and uh, lay the money line with New York. Mm. All right. Penguins, Rangers. Penguins, Devils, Islanders. Devils, Ducks, Lanch. Oops. Avalanche. Ooh, minus 200. Iceman play. And the smudges against the Sharks. Sharks. Okay. Iceman had some gems yesterday. Good old Iceman. All right. Cashville, Dallas, St. Louis, Kings. And the JTS Jets, Jets, Jets against the Oilers. 
Brian? Look about as awake as Ruffalo, whose eyes are closed and his head is tilting. What? <laughs> the Humpty Dumpty. Aye, aye, aye. I'm about to fall off my chair. No, here. I didn't have a great fall. <laughs> <laughs> if you have oh. picks, the place to put them is down in the comments, not, not in the chat. Are we finishing up the NHL now? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to take a cracker with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I like a plus money home dog here. I think they can uh, outlast the Oilers. I'm going to take the value. Plus money. Jets. Yeah, I like, <clears throat> excuse me. I like the, uh, I like the Dallas Stars again. Yeah, I, don't, I know Ron's not <laughs> too fond of that pick after. <laughs> Definitely at the last matchup, but Dallas just whooped up on the on the Predators yesterday. Sorry, the day before, and I uh, I don't see anything being different. I don't trust this Nashville goaltending duo. So give me uh, Dallas here, and uh, give me the Kings plus the one and a half against St. Louis. Uh, I know. Why didn't the Titans I know uh, L.A. suffered their first puck line loss last night, but I think they can still bounce back and battle and. Keep this one within a goal, so give me the uh, the Kings there. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna agree with Brian. I'm gonna take the J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Get the value at home. I think they're the better team, so I'll, I'll take uh, Winnipeg plus one ten. All right. Stars, Cashville. Cashville. Blues, Kings. Kings. JTS, Jets, Jets, Jets. Against the Earlers. Oilers. Chris, what's your birdcage? Uh, for the NHL, we're going to go with uh, Toronto. Moneyline. Uh, Kings plus the one and a half. And the Dallas Stars. And for college hoops, we're going to go with, uh, let's see here, I just have it. We're going to go with uh, Gardner-Webb. We're going to go with uh, Western Kentucky and Delaware. How about you, Ron? Yep, got a three-team basketball parlay. I'm going to take Rutgers plus the points, Fordham plus the points, and the New York Knicks plus the four. Eric Pearson obviously doesn't understand the lucky penny. I'm from Miami. We had no hockey growing up. I have no hockey. I never give a premium hockey pick, ever. I've never given out a premium hockey pick. I've never given out a free hockey pick, so... People have asked me about my hockey picks throughout the years. To hey, who do you like in this hockey? Who do you like in this hockey? And I, said, I know nothing about hockey, so I just flip a penny. And I used to do the show by myself, and that's how we got Chris here and Rod to do the show with me because they were going to cover hockey. And then they just never went away; they just kept showing up. So, so Eric Pearson, hope you feel like a dick because you are what a dickhead to comment. Moron. 
hating on my penny flip. Penny owns your ass. Brian? Oh, yeah, I'm going to go with the New York Knicks plus the points, Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus the points, and the Washington Huskies plus the points for my three-team parlor. I'm going to go Presbyterian, Blue Hose. I'm going to go with um, East Carolina, Presbyterian, and Fordham. Cage it. Thanks everyone for joining us. I'll see you guys at halftime of the uh, championship games. The first one. What time does the game start today? I don't know. 3 05, I think. 3.05 Eastern Standard Time, so maybe around 5 5 ish. I'll see you guys. They're jamming enough commercials. Who's more popular? Because you hear this, oh, you know, Tom Brady, you know, it's getting to the Super Bowl in his home city. Da, da, da. It's like, you think he's more popular than Aaron Rodgers is? Like as a player, like, you think he's more popular? I think he's. I think he's one more, but I don't think he's a better quarterback, and I don't think he's a more popular player. I don't know. What do you guys think? Because Aaron Rodgers seems to get the more endorsement deals, the bigger deals. You don't see Tom Brady getting these big endorsement deals. Yeah, Rodgers has more fanboys. What was the commercial that Brady did with Gronk? They did something. Some kind of commercial. Motel 6 or something. Mm-hmm. Gronk does a whole bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he's more popular than Brady, too. I think Rodgers is way more popular. I think the Packers are way more popular than the Buccaneers, too. Ryan will tell you that, because he's... Brian's usually like a fanboy type. What's public? <laughs> I can't stand the Packers guys and Chiefs guys. What about Steelers? Yeah. It all depends, yeah. Steelers are the worst. Steelers are the worst. Steelers fans and Packer fans are the worst. I'll say that. There's two rah-rah. Too, ig- too ignorant as to the rest of the week. It's like... One thing to, to root for your team, but to just to disregard everything else that's going on in the league is just doesn't even make any sense. I like the crappiest of crappy teams. The crappier, the better. Mississippi Valley State, <laughs> Delta Devil. All right. It was fun while it lasted. Got nothing else to talk about. What do we got for tomorrow? Anything? NBA. How many hockey? Just one hockey tomorrow. We got, ooh, full NBA card. One, two. Ten NBA tomorrow. Well, that's good because there's not much in college. No, there's, there's, there's a good college card. There's some good games. Charleston Southern's playing. You got the Presbyterian uh, high point uh, rematch. Tomorrow. Uh, oh, when is Drake going to play? You got like the Ron Romanelli. Uh, we'll be doing the uh, opening tip for the uh, 
Alcorn State Alabama A and M game. Ooh. <laughs> Ron Romanelli guessing he'll be the guest for the inbound pass for the second half of the game. Mm-hmm. Like he'll get the, like the player will check the ball to Romanelli. He'll check it back. <laughs> Thank you, Ron Romanelli. I'm the starting point guard. <laughs> Bradley against Loyola will be rematching tomorrow. Syracuse against Virginia. Fordham, UNC, Greensboro. Utah State. Oklahoma State. Iowa State. Alabama State. Texas Tech, West Virginia. Arizona State. Yeah, there's a lot of games tomorrow. Not a, not a ton of games, but some, some decent quality out there. Indiana State against Southern Illinois. A lot of states. A lot of states. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great day. I'll see you guys in a few hours at halftime of the Bucks packers game and then, of course, halftime of the Bills, uh, Bills game. Have a great afternoon. Enjoy yourselves. Be careful out there. We'll try and act more professional tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>